0: Our reading today is from Proverbs 1, verses 1 through 7. The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, for attending wisdom and discipline, for understanding words of insight, for acquiring a disciplined and prudent life, doing what is right and just and fair, for giving prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the young. Let the wise listen and add to their learning. And let the discerning get guidance for understanding proverbs and parables, the sayings and riddles of the wise. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Nice to see you. Uh, My name is Joel. I'm the minister here at St. Stephen's, and if we haven't had a chance to meet, I'd love to meet you after the service. Uh, I've been away on leave for a couple of weeks uh, and it's been a refreshing time but it's lovely to be back with you all and lovely to be starting this new series in the book of Proverbs. Uh, you might be thinking, are we ever going to finish the series? Uh, we, we've paused in the book of 1 Corinthians. Uh, we will finish at some stage, so be, be assured of that. Why don't we pray and then we'll uh, take a look at these words uh, and reflect on them. Now, Heavenly Father, you are indeed a great God, uh, as we've just sung, and we thank you so much that you have made yourself known to us. Uh, thank you for your word, and we pray for great wisdom as we look at it now. P- please use it for your purposes, in Jesus' name. Amen. Don't you know it's true what they say, that life, it ain't easy. Uh, those are lyrics to a song. Does anyone here remember that song? Yes? No? couple? Not just me? Um, there's some of the words uh, from an S Club 7 song, which <laughs> I, which I um, liked. Uh, it came out when I was about 10 years old. And uh, it's fair to say my, my taste in music hasn't improved since then. But uh, back then, I didn't realise how, how true those words were. Life, it ain't easy. Life isn't easy. Because life is, in many ways, full of problems. Uh, Some are major problems that take up our time and energy day after day, problems that change the direction of our lives. Uh, Other problems we face are more minor, but they are many. We face regular disappointments when uh, things don't turn out the way we'd hope. We feel stressed and worn out. We're under pressure at work or at school. Kids are constantly fighting. People do thoughtless things that hurt us or or someone says something harsh towards us. We deal with tricky friendships or relationships that require careful navigation and consume a lot of our time and thinking. Uh, We have things in life happen like the car breaking down and we don't want to think about how much it's going to cost or how we're going to get time to even get it fixed on top of everything else that we've got going on. You think you've got a moment to relax, but then all of a sudden people interrupt you. Problems in life are are many and and varied and unavoidable, even for the the most positive and optimistic people among us. But the question is, how do we handle the problems? How do we deal with these situations in life? However we might answer, there there is something appealing about the person who is able to navigate life well. Uh, The Bible actually describes the person who's able to do that, uh, it calls them wise. A wise person, according to the Bible, is the person who, despite all those problems that they face, has the skill of being able to live life well in this world that God has created. That means knowing how to speak and act in different situations. It means being able to avoid problems and, and handle them well when they do come. It's being able to interact with others and and interpret situations rightly and respond to them rightly. Uh, It's not just being intelligent, although sometimes it includes that. Uh, The wise person seems to be able to handle all the curveballs that life throws at us. There's something very appealing about being able to live life and navigate it well. And at its heart, that is what the, the book of Proverbs is all about. It shows us how to live a good life, how to live a wise life, a life that doesn't cut, agra- uh, cut against the grain of this world that God has created and given order to. I'm not sure if you're someone who's uh, spent much time in the book of Proverbs. Uh, it's what we call wisdom literature, uh, much like the books of Job and Ecclesiastes, uh, but all three have, have slightly different takes on wisdom. Ecclesiastes tells us about some of the limits to wisdom, Uh, Job, generally speaking, teaches us about some of the exceptions to wisdom. Proverbs teaches us these general truths of wisdom. And my prayer for us as we go through this series is that we'd see the value of this book and we'd embrace it so that we might continue to be individuals and and be a church who seeks to live our lives well under God. As we see in verse 1, these are the Proverbs of Solomon. That is King Solomon, of course. Uh, 1 Kings chapter 4 tells us this about King Solomon. Solomon's wisdom was greater than the wisdom of all the men of the east and greater than all the wisdom of Egypt. He was wiser than any other man. This this book is a treasure trove of of proverbs and and other proverbs he's collected. His proverbs and others he's collected. Uh, And it's worth saying, what, what is a proverb? It's worth asking that question. It's often a a short saying with a practical truth that is easy to remember. Many hands make light work. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. It's no use crying over spilled milk. Uh, Those are some examples and and while proverbs often point to common sense, biblical biblical proverbs offer offer us more than that. They offer us a picture of what life is like and what to do if we're going to live well. So often the the world says to us, live your life and then learn from it. But God says, learn first and then you will live your life well. And Proverbs help us to do that. Uh, The book itself has two parts. Uh, Chapters 1 to 9 are an appeal to live the wise life. Chapters 10 to 31 are a collection of individual Proverbs, uh, some which relate. And the book covers all sorts of themes, uh, some of which we'll be thinking about in the weeks ahead. Themes like uh, taming the tongue and and how we speak to one another, using our money well, themes that relate to our work, our friendships, our family life. Themes like remaining faithful in marriage, uh, listening to our parents, raising our children uh, to know the Lord. And the big question that the book asks us, will we be wise Or will we be foolish? Uh, So let's take a look at the book and and we're just going to look at the first seven verses that John read for us this morning. Uh, And these verses introduce the book as a whole and we see two things in them. Verses 1 to 6 show us the purpose of the book and verse 7 shows us the foundation on which the book stands. So firstly the purpose of the book and simply put it is to make us wise. That's what these first six verses are getting at. And you'll notice these verses uh, in them that there are a number of words that relate very closely to wisdom. They're almost like wisdom's close friends. Verse 2 says, for attaining wisdom and discipline. Uh, Wisdom's first friend is is that, discipline. And there are two types of discipline. There's the discipline that relates to kind of having self-control. You could say so-and-so is a very disciplined person. But there's also the discipline where where God needs to correct us, to set us straight. And the two are are closely tied together in Proverbs. And that means it's important to be able to admit to God when we're wrong, when he corrects us, often through others or through his word. Uh, Our growth in, in discipline is often closely tied to the way that we handle those kind of rebukes or correction because attaining wisdom can at times be a a painful experience. And when you speak with with wise Christians, uh, they'll have their own examples of how God has humbled them at different times. Uh, And I encourage you to be open about uh, those kind of things with each other uh, because it can be very helpful for us uh, in the Christian life. A guy named C.J. Mahani says this, I'm a proud man pursuing humility by the grace of God. Now the way we pursue wisdom is by humbling ourselves under God. And that's basically what we are to do when God disciplines or corrects us. He points out an area or or multiple areas in our life that we need to address and and change in response to what he's done for us. That is the the discipline we see here. Now the next friend of wisdom that Proverbs introduces us to is prudence. Uh, You may know that Beatles' song, Dear Prudence, uh, goes something like this. Dear, dear Prudence, won't you come out to play? Dear Prudence, greet the brand new day. The sun is up, the sky is blue. It's beautiful and so are you. Dear Prudence, won't you come out to play? Uh, and it's a song which makes this lady Prudence sound sound a little bit dreary because she won't come outside. But prudence in the Bible is, is more positive. It involves a sense of being cautious, not, not rushing into things head first without any consideration. It's like being shrewd. Uh, the next friend of wisdom that we're introduced to is knowledge. And when we seek knowledge, it's to be done remembering that God created this world long ago and that we're just here as, as passengers along for the ride. This is all his handiwork and it's up to us to to kind of work out how he's ordered things when it comes to uh, all the different areas of our life so that we can Uh, Live fruitful lives. Knowledge in in Proverbs includes God. It it doesn't remove him from the picture. Now the next friend of wisdom is discretion. Uh, In a world that's relational where we've been created and and we have many, many, many different relationships, uh, discretion is important. It's knowing when to speak, when to remain silent, uh, being able to handle ourselves well. Now in verse 4, you'll notice the the book of Proverbs gives these things, uh, prudence, knowledge, discretion, to the simple and the young. And this gives us some further insight into the book. Remember, this is the wisdom of a king uh, who was also passing on wisdom to the next generation, to his children, uh, which is why many of the instructions in the book begin with this phrase, my son. Uh, If you you skim through the the first seven chapters uh, in Proverbs, you'll see it again and again. And again, my son, my son, my son. There is great wisdom here for those who are beginning the Christian life and for teaching those who are growing up in the faith. Uh, and if that's you or if you're involved in the life of someone growing up in the faith, then this is a book for you. But in verse 5, we also see that there is wisdom here for the mature Christian. Let the wise listen and add learning uh, and add to their learning and let the discerning get guidance. Wisdom is something that we continue to grow in all the days of our life. Uh, At a conference this week, uh, which I was at, I I was in a uh, conversation with a retired gentleman, and uh, one of his friends, who he hadn't seen in a while, came along and joined the conversation, and I became the third wheel. And uh, they ended up having this, this great conversation about Christian books that they'd been reading, and sharing about the ways they were being challenged and and being encouraged. Uh, And I was enjoying it so much that I just stood there and I didn't say a word Uh, because it was so wonderful hearing these two men share their wisdom and the ways they were continuing to add to it in their retirement, in their later years. Now if you're someone who's been a Christian a while, are you still pursuing wisdom in in that kind of way? Are you adding to it, remaining humble, uh, continuing to be teachable under God. That's one of God's aims for us through this book. Uh, The other is to give us insight. And you see it there uh, back in verse 2. If you've ever read or watched any of the Sherlock Holmes movies or or the TV series over the years, you'll know that there's often a a big difference between Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson. They'll both look at the the same person or the same situation. And Sherlock Holmes will, will notice... 20 different things that will help him to assess or, or read a, assess a situation or read a person. Watson never has the same insight despite seeing the exact same thing. Insight is when things that are not at all obvious become obvious to you. And those who are unwise or immature might not see what you see. Uh, that's often the case when it comes to parents and their children. We've all been children. Uh, and we can probably think of a time where our parents made decisions that were very different to, de- to the decisions that we would have liked to make and more often than not uh, more often than not those decisions were for our good because they had insight now in this book god offers us insight to life he uses some means that surprise us uh, we're given imagery like uh, that of a dog that returns to its own vomit Or locusts who who have no king but march in formation. Or ants who aren't strong but store up food all summer long. And much more, all to give us insight. To be able to understand things about life that aren't obvious. And that's what verse 6 holds out for us. The Proverbs have been given to us to gain this type of understanding. The more time we spend in the book, uh, the more we recognise what it is to be wise And the more we will grow in our ability to understand and respond in any given situation as is fitting for people who bear the name of God. And what does it mean for you and I? Uh, I was reading a a commentary on the book of Proverbs this week uh, and it mentioned that the late Billy Graham used to read a chapter of Proverbs every day. Uh, And it meant that in a month he would roughly cover the whole 31 chapters of the book. And that is a wonderful way to help us grow in wisdom and insight. And it's something we do need to grow in. Now, when it comes to growth, uh, you think of a, think an h- average human's growth. Uh, we grow rapidly early on in life, but then our growth kind of tapers off, height-wise at least. Uh, but Christ- as Christians, if we're not careful, our, our growth in wisdom can also kind of taper off if we don't keep feeding ourselves. And if you're someone who maybe feels that way at the moment, like you, you haven't been growing lately, why not turn to the book of Proverbs later today and spend some time reminding yourself of what it means to be wise in this world, bit by bit, slowly but surely. Because some Proverbs are, are confusing and, and some of them do take time to reflect on, but we see in the book what a wise, uh, that a wise person is someone who sees the importance of, of navigating Life well, and, and does something about it. So that's the the purpose of the book, to make us wise. Now we come to the uh, verse seven, uh, and we see the key verse of this whole book. This is the foundation for wisdom. This is how we get there. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools, fools despise wisdom and discipline. The fear of the Lord. Uh, it's a phrase that often puzzles Christians. Uh, many of us hear that word fear and we don't like it because it doesn't sound very appealing. It doesn't seem like the way to attract non-Christians. But this isn't like a fear of being harmed by someone or a fear of other dangers. It can't be that type of fear because this is describing a a fear of someone who knows God, someone who has experienced his grace and kindness and mercy. This is the fear of a believer. A believer. The fear of the Lord is like a, a reverence of him, an awe at him, an openness to him, uh, a recognition of who he is. Solomon, uh, and, as, and Solomon says that the fear of the Lord is how someone begins this journey towards wisdom. C.S. Lewis writes this, And God, you come, against, you come up against something which is in every respect immeasurably superior to yourself. Unless you know God as that, and therefore know yourself as nothing in comparison, you do not know God at all. As long as you are proud, you cannot know God. A proud man is always looking down on things and people, and of course, as long as you are looking down, you cannot see something that is above you. The fear of the Lord is the way to wisdom. Uh, But as you and I know, it's not always our approach in life, is it? Many people spend their lives, as as Lewis described it, looking down. Uh, Look again at verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. Uh, Think back to Adam and Eve in the garden in the book of Genesis. Eve saw the fruit and, and saw that it was desirable for gaining wisdom, and so they both ate. Now the problem was they pursued wisdom in their own way. And we humans have been doing the same thing ever since, removing God from our pursuit of this wisdom. As you know, we we live in an age where information and knowledge is everywhere. Uh, We can access it easier than ever before. But I'm sure you've also noticed that it hasn't helped people to navigate life any better. In fact, you could say all of this knowledge has only served to make things worse, to confuse people, uh, to cause worry and stress and anxiety, and to cause us to find solutions to the problems we come across in all of the wrong ways. Knowledge in and of itself won't help us. And that's the problem with uh, a lot of this artificial intelligence. Uh, Many of you will have heard about these bots like uh, chat, GPT and and the like, where you can basically uh, have a discussion with the computer. You can ask it anything and it will give you some some very impressive answers in next to no time at all. Almost endless knowledge. But there's a difference between knowledge and wisdom. Uh, You may have heard the quip, knowledge is knowing that tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing not to put it in fruit salad. Now put that into, into perspective for a moment uh, in terms of the amount of knowledge that's available to us. It may make us smarter than others. Uh, we may have some answers to questions that others don't and may make others think quite highly of us. But if God is removed from the picture, Proverbs tells us that we are fools. We are fools. To take it a step further, uh, wisdom isn't just knowing Information about God, uh, because we can include God in that way, can't we? We can, we can have lots of knowledge about God, but wisdom is relationship with Him. And we enjoy that privilege through faith in His Son. And if you're someone here this morning who hasn't yet put your trust in Jesus, uh, you're missing out. You're missing out on, on being able to live uh, really well in life on truly understanding this world and and our purpose in it. And the way to stop missing out is to look again to Jesus or to look to Jesus for the first time. The one who loved us so much that he didn't leave us guessing how we should live. Uh, The one who gave up everything for the sake of those who are naturally foolish so that we could become wise. We're more at risk of ever than ever. uh, for, of looking for wisdom in all of the wrong places and finding all the wrong solutions to, to dealing with our problems in life. And I think that's partly the reason why uh, so many people in this life have addictions of all sorts of kind, uh, all sorts of types. They try and navigate life in the wrong ways. And Proverbs speaks to that. Now when we look closer at verse seven, we see that word beginning once again. And while the fear of the Lord is the beginning, it's also the way we continue and grow in wisdom. Fear of the Lord is the starting point, but we never leave it behind. We should never move past our sense of awe and reverence for the Lord Jesus as we remember what he has done for us. Uh, During our our recent time off, we made it down to Puzzle World in in Wanaka, and one of the things there is is this outdoor maze. And there there were many moments where I felt like I was wandering around aimlessly. Uh, I was carrying a daughter Elise in, in the front pack and I don't think she realised that I was lost. She was, she was too busy enjoying the views. But life can be a lot like that. Uh, the maze is, is much, much bigger. The way to go is much less obvious. And many people in this world are, are just wandering around aimlessly, directionless. There are parts in life that, that they enjoy along the way But ultimately, we need the Creator to show us the way in life, to show us the way home to heaven. And thankfully, that is what God has done for us by sending us his Son. Jesus, who is referred to in 1 Corinthians as the wisdom of God. God has graciously given him to us, and he is the key for us to living life well. So are you someone who is wise in God's eyes? Someone who fears the Lord and can speak of the difference that trusting in his son has made in your life. Someone who is flourishing in life despite the many problems. Are you still growing in wisdom or are you like the one who despises it? Uh, This week I had a chance to uh, see Ray Allpress, uh, a St. Stephen's legend who's, who's just turned 100 And she is a a wonderful example of a woman who has continued to pursue wisdom, even in her later years. Uh, She's still so committed to the, the service at Windsor, and she's often encouraging others as she is able. Now may we all continue on fearing the Lord and living wise lives in a similar way in response to what God has done for us. Let's pray. James chapter 1 verse 5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. Father God, thank you for your kindness to us in in saving us uh, and in making us your people. Thank you that you haven't left us wondering how to live this life, but you have given us your Son, and your word and we thank you so much for those gifts which we we know we don't deserve and we pray you would help us to be wise forgive us for the times in our life where we seek uh, to live wise lives apart from you father with all that we face in life with all the challenges we ask that you would give us wisdom grow our wisdom in the coming days and weeks and months and years Uh, Grow our wisdom as we spend time in this wonderful book and help us to live our lives in a way that brings you glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.